Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to a spooky episode of iHeartGeek. Okay, it's not that spooky. Yeah, I know. Because I'm a cheese ball and I don't like horror very much. So with that being said, let's do a horror families episode. Yay. <laughs> I'm Dub. I'm here with Michelle. I'm here with Tyler. And a blast from the past, we have Mr. Winchester. How's everybody doing today? Doing good, doing good. So, Winchester, Hello. where you yes. been? Uh, working. Really, that's, that's about that, it. That's not raising, a good excuse. No, working, raising. Well, <laughs> now it might as well be three kids with the uh, insane dog that we got. <laughs> so, but yeah, everything's uh, everything's been good. Okay, so a quick warning on this episode. Although I don't think we're going to go scary on this. We are, if you're very sensitive mm. to, to horror stuff, um, might want to skip this episode and probably next week as well because we're doing scary novels because it's Halloween, guys. What do you want me to do? Come on. Um, so get just, dark. just a fair warning. If you are sensitive to this kind of stuff, which honestly, I don't think it's going to go too far on anybody's radar, but we are talking horror families and a lot of it's going to be the, the comedy side, but then we're going to get to really scary horror families and probably some real life horror families or horror families in name that we all know and hate so with that being said on with the show so with today's show we are doing um yeah i think it all started as an adams family let's talk about the adams family and then it just kind of expanded and with, yeah. this, with this group here you can see why that would expand because mr night of the living dead i'm guaranteed we're gonna talk about zombies a little bit you know. <laughs> not a whole lot of zombie families out there so might not you know what? Actually, I want to. I want to disagree with you. Let's 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 get this started right away. I think that the definition of family kind of changed, and with Walking okay. Dead, that group that we followed, well, at least until you know we lost Herschel's beautiful amputated leg, um, that was always really a family, more of a family than a group of people thrown together. Uh-huh. You know, with with Herschel being the grandfather and the sheriff being the father so on and so forth maggie no i can see it yeah so i think that was more of a family than absolutely so i think that 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 would be fair game for what we're talking about well and i'm sure a lot of those zombies walking around were related so you know yeah they probably ate a few families (laughs) well (laughs) and then there's that time that they had to shoot the mother which was just fantastic you know as a zombie (laughs) in fictional world people youtube do not yeah give me a strike on I feel calm down now. yes calm down this is fun okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with kind of the kooky and fun fun families um and you know the first two that come to mind of course are the adams and the monsters so mm-hmm. what is your guys's thoughts on this why does it work why does it not work you know let, let's let's talk about this a little bit because i think that um and you know what examples work better than others um uh, there's characters, just if you want to go Monsters versus Adams, I think there's characters I like better in Monsters, and there's characters I like better with the Adams. Um, I don't think either of them work as a complete show. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Mm. What, what do you guys think about the, the, the comedy horror family? Let's start with you, Michelle. Um, I am a, I'm an Adams family over the Monsters fan. 
Um, I like the dynamic of the Adams family. I think they are, uh, I mean, both of them, they, they, I think what happens with these, you know, they're not, I'm not going to call them horror families, I guess. I don't know what, I, I don't know what I would call them. There's nothing but, else we can call them. I don't think. I, yeah. You know, but I think what happens is you have kind of the, the spooky sort of aspect, but then you throw in the fact that they're actually like a loving, close, endearing family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, your brain's like, what? Like, <laughs> I think it just, and that's how it works. It just works because it's got those aspects in it. And some of us gravitate towards that more than others. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I watched like the classic Adams family and I was like such a huge fan of Wednesday. And then, you know, watching Morticia and Gomez, like, that's like, the dream relationship right there. So. <laughs> that, that's a dark dream relationship. <laughs> how I worked up. Sorry. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? What, what do you think about these? Oh, no, I, I think Michelle's right. You know, it works because you know, the, the dynamic that they portray on screen. Um, yeah, they're, they're so close and loving with each other and everything. And people were drawn to that. It's like a goth leave it to beaver type thing. You know, the classic <laughs> yeah. black and yeah. white. Um, episodes and everything uh it did highlight i think that we had a lot more of a dark sense of humor within society we back knew, then yeah. mm-hmm. and you know today i think that's why people don't latch onto it as much because you know for for reasons and you know when you get when you get kooky and dark and whatnot um you're gonna usually go way over the top and, and back then going way over the top was not something you saw everywhere you know, yeah. nowadays people try to push the limits but you know uncle fester you know doing the things he did i mean it's so over the top you know and <laughs> when you got that mixed with a family dynamic where they just show so much love and everything yeah it's 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 weird i i, I don't know I, I think it showed that they had a moral compass even though they were dark so that, people were like hey this right is nice there. you know yeah it's a good what, lesson kids what about you mr winchester so i I really liked it. Um, I kind of leaned more towards the monsters with uh, between the two, if I was going to say it. Um, and ironically, with the whole Leave It to Beaver thing, the producers of Leave It to Beaver actually came up with uh, really the, the monsters. Well, yeah. So um, monsters were cool because they kind of, I don't know, they 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 embodied that whole uh, rockabilly kind of side too, and brought mm-hmm. up a lot of that stuff that you still kind of see. Uh, I think it's really good because the years that they came out, you know, what was the horror genre like at that time? It was a lot of, you know, uh, the, the the old the old vampire stuff, the mummy, and you know, all these other kind of Vincent Price stuff. Yeah, yeah. So everything was really dark and kind of scary, and then they would come out with these, and you know, it kind of turns it fun, which continues on today. Yeah. So. Well. Where I think the the big problem of it lies is I'll I'll be the one that, that gets to be the negative voice on this I guess uh, where I no. find where, where I find <laughs> this gets to be a negative is where um all these characters and this is why they don't last these when they do revivals and all that they last a year maybe two they keep everything very one note there's no deeper levels to these characters it's unfortunate. But um, like what we're going to talk about here in a second, I think there's other 
as side characters, I think they do a lot better. It's very hard to do several layers deep with, you know, the scary family as the main character, because that has to be the number one. And that feels like it just kind of, you know, that quote unquote darkness kind of just shades over all the other layers. If that makes sense at all. So I think that's why they don't stick around long, even though they are fun to watch, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, they're just coming out with a, an entirely new Adams Family animated show. That they're stuff not like that. Anyway. <laughs> it doesn't. But okay, fine. But that doesn't. I, I guess my point is, they continue on. How they long continue. has the Adams Family been like something you can mention? And pretty much everyone knows the characters who you're talking about, whether they grew up on it, you know, back back then or now. Yeah. So I think, and that's why I think I think the Adams Family sticks or stuck more than the, the monsters, monsters necessarily did yeah yeah i agree with that because i mean adam's family was a cartoon uh a cartoon strip in the, the late 30s or something like that so and that's how that actually developed from there so adam's family has been around for a long long time yeah and it still continues on i mean it, it creates a bunch of new stuff for everybody else. And yeah, the the new ones might be bad animation or whatever, but I mean, it still brings people in and people still want to watch it, especially around, you know, this time around Halloween time. I mean, yeah. why not? Just ask my kids. So, yeah. Now, I, I want to hit on another, one of the modern horror families that we don't think of as a horror family, but hits every trope that the Adams family hit and all that. And that is the what you do in the shadows. What um, we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. I don't know if how many of you guys have watched this. This show is brilliant. This has all the archetypes. It has Nandor being, he's the beaver character, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> the girl, I forgot what her name is. She's the, uh, she's the mother character. And um, her husband is the absentee father. He's always off. It's always like he's at work. He's doing something else. He's there but he was very much the ward. And then we have Guillermo who is um, just like the Adam family had the, um, had the, uh, the, the cousin that would come over. Oh yeah. Like... No, that's the monsters had the cousin would come over and oh. that's the Guillermo character who's trying to fit into this family, but doesn't quite. So mm. it, it, it's the rebel. So I think that they've done a fantastic job. Um, I know, I know you yeah. did a little research on what we do in the shadows, Winchester. Well, I mean, it's it's great because it's on the third season, and it's all stemming from a movie that, uh, again, I, I can pronounce. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. I don't know why, but him and uh, just just fake Clement, it. Just yeah, fake it. <laughs> the two of them creating it from the movie in 2014, but now they got three seasons of this, and I think Colin is the best because the energy vampire is just oh absolutely, my gosh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. and we all know him. The, Everybody yeah. knows him if you work anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's great because it's it's so they make it so easy for okay, yeah, these are just a couple of vampires in society, and you know they their problems are just hanging around at home, and you know, believe being flatmates. Part of me is you know like how the movie was portrayed, and the biggest thing was who's going to do the dishes. Yeah. You know, they're all hundreds of years old and vampires and can do whatever they want but hey who's going to clean up the dishes i mean it's just it's it's an awesome awesome concept so now what i like about this this is an adams family made modern 
Um, like we've talked about before in our sitcom shows that the definition of the family has changed um, on, in sitcoms and all that. And I think that what we do in the shadows has very much done that. Again, when it feels forced, I hate it. But what we do in the shadows is one of those shows. It doesn't feel like a forced family. It's just these people yeah. choose to live eternity together for no good reason other than they just, they're, they're, they're similar. So I think that they've done a fantastic job of being a family, um, which again, we've talked sitcoms a million times. You got to have that kind of family nucleus to have a good sitcom, no matter what the definition of the family is. Is there any other modern um, spooky families you guys can think of that aren't on the peripheral? Because I want to hit that in just a second. Anybody else have any, any anyone they wanted to bring up? Or, or like horror, the funny? Or? The funny side. I know you got uh, all the horror stuff. Well, no, I mean, if you, well, I mean, not, not necessarily like too much horror, but I mean, you can, you can go into like, you know, the whole Buffy. Oh, that's you know, a good one. TV show thing with, uh, I mean, they didn't they didn't make that like real traditional kind of horror. It was kind of bad. Well, what's an Adams family though? Yeah. Um, but like as far as like her kind of family, little dynamic in there and what she had to do. Uh, but for like kind of the the funny ones, I mean, then you kind of just jump into the the movies. I think. Yeah. So, so like the core lines. Oh. Uh, that's. The, the the best family ever in uh, Beetlejuice, the Deepses. Oh, I forgot about, about them. About yeah. yeah. So. And you, you know who always gets who always gets left out of this conversation, but I think deserves to be a huge part of it is Scooby Doo. I was just thinking that. Yep. The Scooby Gang is a family, no matter yep. very traditional roles as family. Everything else even has the family dog. Um, and the, the 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 kid that's definitely getting the D and F and will probably not graduate <laughs> high school. That's Shaggy, um, and then cousin Oliver who was scrappy. Um, I think that they they actually why do they get left out of the conversation when we talk about spooky families? And it's Any more guesses? of a mystery, isn't it? It's more of a mystery thing. It's not necessarily. It's not necessarily spooky, right? I mean, they're they do, all, I guess. it's always a demon or a ghost. I mean, it's always a demon. Was yeah, there a they, demon? Yes, yeah, there was. Wow, it most certainly was. Yeah, but it was just the neighbor next door after they took off the mask, yeah. right? It, it's <laughs> old man Parks from the Park Place. Probably had something to do with their age. They're all being such safe, you know, close teenagers. Age. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you didn't really feel like you had that, you know, for most people. But when you really think about it, there is a family dynamic yeah. there. Well, they, I think that they were ahead of their time because we're like, we're talking like today, what we do with the shadows, we consider that a family because they came out in the sixties that you couldn't call that a family. So it was a gang, I guess. So I, I think what? they unfairly get left in as, as a, as, as out of this conversation, I think they deserve to be there. Um, okay. Now I want to hit where I think that people can shine even more and that is creepy families that are, peripheral to the to, to a show but aren't necessarily aren't, aren't the main characters i think they can do a lot more the opoils or mcpoyle mcpoyles mcpoyles from always sunny in philadelphia if you watch that show you know what i'm talking about it's a creepy inbred family that's just weird um there's no other word for them now 
they are the creepy family that a lot of people know. Um, if you came from a small town like me and Michelle did, we know these people a lot. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, it's I th- I think that that gives people a lot more chance to shine when they have this side role. Um, and I think they can be a lot more interesting character. I wouldn't watch McPoyles as a show. Um, oh, my. Uh, yes, you would. No. Yes, you would. It could be interesting for a season, maybe. No. Because of the, no. But <laughs> you disagree. Okay. Excuse so who, me. Yeah, I disagree. But I'm also like a diehard fan when it comes to Sonny. Yeah. So. And so, the McPoyles are great. Oh, the McPoyles, they're, yeah. I mean, I, they're not evil. They're just creepy. Yeah. And the way they play that, the way they all play that role is so. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Simpson has been there uh, the entire time because he, he helped uh, Rob right? McElhenney yeah. uh, write the entire uh, deal. So, and yeah, they, they are creepy family they are the one literally that, a family <laughs> you know everybody rolls their eyes as soon as they come walking up or they all have some sort of beef with them you know from a past but yeah yeah they're uh they're wonderful characters that they could just continue to expand upon because now there's like 30 or 40 of them in you know the later seasons yeah that and they keep I, on bringing up i really like to see these characters um in regular shows because it does Although it, it enhances the reality, it also takes you and makes sure you know you're in a TV land. Um, oh. Yeah, so, like when they held them hostage, yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, do you guys have any other thoughts on who might be um, some of these side characters? Um, I have one that's kind of controversial, but I'll wait and see if anybody's see what everybody's got. You got anything, Tyler? No, not really. No, no, not really. And I'm, I apologize. I'm not familiar with uh, Always Sunny. I haven't. That makes I haven't sad. latched onto yeah. that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you will. <laughs> it's like everything else on the show. Eventually, you'll just yeah. you'll succumb. I'll get it. I'll get to it. Well, what I wanted to hit, who was their own <laughs> little spooky family, was on Will and Grace, and that is um, Jack and what is her name? Uh... Winchester's Ooh. wife. Wait, how in the world are they? How are they? <laughs> they are. I'm, just, I'm, no, I say, I'm, I'm kind of expanding. Just this. insult. No, 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 no. I lo- I love them as characters, but they are self-centered. They're very. They are definitely outside the box, so they could be considered that kooky, weird family, and I call those two a family because they really are. They're their own little family. I, is Karen, that, that, is that the rich, the rich lady? Yes, Karen. Is Karen, she, it's Karen. Karen. What? But I, I think I'm, we're I'm, getting. I'm not meaning as as an insult. I'm actually kind of stretching. No, a I just bit think I, know, I think we're getting. I think we're getting off of of spooky, spooky. The creepy, spooky. Yeah. And more of just like the eccentric. Those are two of my favorite characters that. on that show. Uh, no, but, I think they're uh, fantastic, yeah. but neither of them could carry their own show. And that's kind of the point I was making on that. Is not because. Um, yeah, I think they're they're eccentric and they're different, and I think that really is the definition that we're looking yeah. at as far as these spooky characters is or kooky characters is that they're just different from how the normal world looks at things. And I and I meant so as, Jack- as a compliment because it does enhance the show a lot. It doesn't; it's not an insult mm-hmm. at all. 
So if Jack and Karen went on like some murderous, you know, oh, that'd crazy be hilarious. spree, it would just it make sense. Did. Yeah. Let's be honest, they probably <laughs> did. <laughs> they have the they have the the potential, I think, of doing that. Yeah. Okay, so now let let's shift it a little bit. Now this is when it could get a little bit spooky. That was really bad. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I owe y'all a cookie. Uh, Sweet. I feel so bad about that one. Okay, so let's talk um, <laughs> scary families in either the fictional or the real world. Um, why? Why does the word family on any spooky thing instantly make make it scarier? Mm. Because you're challenging that wholesome family dynamic and you're throwing in, you know, this dark aspect to it. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Your brain goes, wait, what? Like that's too, that's too much. But it makes it, I think, I think that aspect makes it even, even better. Yeah. Makes it more believable. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you can look at everybody and say, that's a family just like mine. And then, you know, for instance, poltergeist. You know, they, yeah, they, they have the family and it's more about the family and all the problems with the family, but then they pull together as a family. So, you know, that's, that's, that's why I think it hits really good too, is because, you know, everybody can relate to that, to having the kind of family. And then you go the extreme and you go to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Sawyer family. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. See, with family, you're introducing the family dynamic into blood and guts and gore and murder and all that. Um, family is generally willing to do anything for each other. You know, yeah. they, they will put aside their moral compass, any respect for life, just to make sure their other members are okay. No, that's a fact. Help, help them out. You know, oh, you're in a bind. Let's do this. You know, um, you know, you'll, uh, you'll see them believe each other over anybody else on the outside more often than not, you know, it's like, Hey dude, your brother's doing this. Like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. He just, you know, he's resolving a problem here. And so when you got a, when you got a family helping each other out, man, it just, you don't know how far they're going to go. Yeah. And so it's got, it's real suspenseful and, you know, let's just wait and see where this plays out. That gives you a lot of directions you can go in a plot. Yeah. yeah. And then you also some of the most traumatic things that can happen in a person's life can have to do with family. Mm-hmm. So you get some really damaged individuals in these movies and stuff because of things that happened when they were younger or that just throughout family life. So yeah. Yeah, I I think that really it does come down to a basic psychology um, mm-hmm. of of what your family is that makes them so terrifying. Um, both real and fictional you put the you put the word family on because of you know our traditional mindset of a family is something that you're in and you don't have a choice this is what you if this is not only what what you're in this is who you are Um, and I think that's what makes it terrifying because everybody's got that weird uncle or whatever that you know he's messed up could I be that way too and there's something about that family the genetics and i think that i think that that it's not an accident when they make the they're more willing to accept it yeah 
I mean, that's, that's just is the way it is. It's, it's a little scary, to be honest. Um, well, now, like you, you could throw that one with the Torrances with the, the Shining. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. real deep family, you know, seated things with there with him and the problems that he had, you know, with the hurting the kid and everything. And then they have to go out and he has to deal with all of his demons while he's there at the hotel. But, you know, they had a lot of backstory from there and the problems that he went through and it just manifested itself yeah. when he got there. And well, we all know what happens there. Well, and, and another thing that I think that we're overlooking as far as the psychology goes is that um, throughout human history, it's always family versus family. I mean, you look at uh, Hatfields and McCoys, one of the most famous mm-hmm. um, American tragedies, honestly. Um, generation upon generation upon generation were fighting on nobody knows why because it's their clan versus your clan no matter what. Um, a good example of this would be not because it's because you have to fight the whole family would be like the hills have eyes. Um, inbred, creepy, weird family that you can't do anything about because there's their blood and no one's going to talk reason. You are you're fighting no matter what you're fighting to the death there is no talking somebody out of their family i don't think yeah they're they're raised in it they're brainwashed they're conditioned you know from the day they're born this is how we live okay you know that's exactly it because you know going back to the whole crazy uncle thing i have several crazy uncles that (laughs) i've chosen (laughs) not to speak to so it's a it, it is it's like a it's in these movies and everything, it's, it's, they are conditioned, they are brainwashed, they are raised from day one that, you know, family is everything. And you don't, you don't challenge that. You don't go against it. You do anything you can for your family. So you can look at all these crazy, you know, crazy families in these movies and you see that, you see that dynamic. And I'm trying to think of some movies where I've seen, you know, maybe like a character kind of question that challenge it um, a little bit, but it all, it, it seems like they always just go right back to, like to the their Phelps family. family. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody caught that joke. <laughs> that's hey. a slow one. <laughs> no, but I mean that's that's a fantastic example of a real life horror family. Um, and we, as a, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. We don't know what goes on, but we know the 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 what we think happened on a lot of this stuff with uh, with the Westboro Baptist creepy yeah. thing. Um, but that is part of that family that, you know, it is brainwashed. They don't talk outside of the family and it is. However, why these are so effective is because no matter what, you need to rely on your family growing up. I mean, that's how you learn life. So yeah. I think that that's a, it's a weird tightrope because you can't leave your family. And this is something, you know, psychologically, you know, it's like my family is my family, but at the same time, you know, what if they're like this, but you don't know because you're part of that tribe. So I, I think it's an interesting psychological study on why. And with these movies too, you just, I think you get sucked in because you want to just see how far they're going to go with this. Because when you're you're a family, you're out in the woods in a big creepy house all day long, but you know, yeah. you can come up with some stuff. <laughs> you know, they got nothing but nothing but time on their hands. So, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, look at that. You know, yeah, going on in there. 
Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why it's so interesting. It's like, let's see how far they've taken it. Yeah. Like the well, Firefly, Firefly family. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that because they, they took Texas Chainsaw family and kind of doubled uh-huh. down on that. So <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and, that's a well, that's so terrifying because it's based on a true story. You know, it's like, uh... <laughs> Maybe it wasn't as gory. I don't know. I didn't have really studied it because I don't want to because yeah. I like to sleep at night. But <laughs> but I'll the fact that it's just Texas Chainsaw is just more psychologically messed up than it is like horror messed up. Yeah, I mean it's not scary, but it, it is psychologically is pretty uh pretty messed up. But well, yeah, I yeah, but the House of Thousand Corpses and you know Devil's Rejects and stuff that was those movies are great. And like I said, he doubled down on that. And he actually, to me, kind of took that whole family thing to the next level when it came to, you know, all the, all the different things that you can do with them and the, the crazy sister and the brother and the grandpa. And, yeah. You know, he, he doubled down on all that and it, it hit good. I think. Yeah. Those are great movies. And, and I'm just more of a purist. I think like, I like, I like the, I like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I like the classic the classic horror movies, not so much. I don't know if I really, I, I don't know. I can see the appeal of the, the Rob Zombie take on everything, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, okay, but you know, I don't know. I just gravitate towards, towards the more classic or classic or classic. So something else I wanted to hit real quick, which I didn't think of until we started, until I was, kind of looking through this topic a little bit and that is how many of the um modern big guy um slasher characters were a part of a family or their family directly created this character i mean you have freddie freddie because of the daughter thing you have and that that's kind of the farthest one jason i mean michael myers oedipus issues Michael Myers is probably the, that's the big that's what I wanted to hit because I knew we were gonna yeah. hit that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Freddie, though, you have to remember, didn't just start with you know with her. It started as as uh, basically like a, a group of parents who got together and and murdered him. So yeah, so he was killing all at, the families. Yeah, yeah. Then you can look at you know that aspect too. But yeah, the Michael Myers. I mean, you have to you have to mention that but, for sure. And talk about freaking brilliance in how they had made every sequel, no matter what are they on, 72 of them or something? Every <laughs> yeah, single one of them one. give you a, just a little bit more of that backstory. And it's, is it convoluted a little, but does it still make sense for the character? Yes. And the way that there's, they give you something new every movie. And I think that's been, and it's always having to do with his family. And I think that that is really good um writing and you know plot i don't know if they knew everything that they were going to do with them when they started or even close to it if if a small child asks you to take them trick-or-treating please take them trick-or-treating don't go make out with your boyfriend <laughs> yeah. and do, do you can not do wear that a captain kirk mask ever yeah. don't wear a captain kirk mask and paint it white well then there's like the new the new movie has what like three three generations Somewhere, yeah. I fell off the kids, uh, the girl that was she was babysitting in the beginning, and then there's like she's grown, and then there's like, yeah, there's like three, I think, three different generations now, yeah, because she's she's a grandmother now, I believe, Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and yeah, I I hope so. 
yeah. mean, kudos, kudos to her. Oh, she's for still in high school. To, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for staying in, uh, for staying and doing those movies too. Yeah, so, she's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's man. great that. Oh yeah, the original. But it's it's interesting with that guy too, who's been doing those Halloween movies because they just announced that he's gonna do uh, a trilogy of The Exorcist after this. Why? As kind of. Uh, it's it's going to expand. It's basically the second one was never going to exist, which it shouldn't. Thank God, the worst movie. Um, but it's going to just kind of they're going to be like sequels, just expanding on the story. And there's it's a three movie deal that he's going to do. So the same guy doing Halloween now, he's going to move into that. And in the first movie, they're actually going to bring back uh, Ellen Bernstein, the the mom from The Exorcist. She's going to be in it, so it should uh hopefully be pretty good. I don't know. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty big fan of that. So got a lot to live up to. So yeah. since we're not doing a top five on our main event, we're doing something different. And also because I had a really chaotic week, so I didn't get our listener feedback up. We are going to hit real quick. Let's talk about some of our favorite <clears throat> horror families, both kooky and scary and real, whatever you want to do. So I want to hear some of your guys' favorites as far as your favorite spooky family. And we can, we can just go kind of shoot back and forth. Let's start with Michelle. Give me a couple if you got one or two of them you can throw out real quick. I don't know. I mean, I think I've, I think I've mentioned them. I mean, I would probably go with the Sawyer family because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and probably going to go. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, if we're going to do the, the funny kooky ones, I'm an Adams family yeah uh fan um i you know i just had i just had one come into my brain and i'm like it's gone now um you gotta mention uh, oh amityville horror so i'm I'm gonna go yeah Yeah. i mean you have to mention them Mm. and that family uh the cottons in hellraiser Ooh, there you go um i could i've never made it through one of those whole movies because i was a kid when i watched it the first time Never made Which it is through. so funny that you know we're doing this show and Dove's like not even. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy a oh. lot of it. I just I'm particular. If I watch it when I was younger, I won't watch it now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know it, that's and again any of these cl- any of the classic horrors and uh, you know with, with Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, those those families I I I definitely would gravitate to. Nice, uh, Mr. Winchester. Uh, some of the same, uh, obviously the Torrances from the shining, the Dietzes from Beetlejuice, uh, the family from, uh, uh, house on haunted Hill, uh, that whole family that had that problem from, uh, all, all those problems, a real life family, Stephen King, cause both his, uh, boys are, uh, authors. Joe Hill. We'll be talking about them next week, I promise. Yeah. So <laughs> lock and key. Uh, fantastic, by the way. Uh anything Joe Hill has written so far has been really good. Yeah. Uh the psycho family, the Bates. Oh crap. So that's a whole different kind of Oedipus complex. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh the last one, and I don't know, I know you haven't seen it, dub. Uh, but <laughs> uh the family from the witch. The the movie that came out a couple of years ago where it took place in like the 1400s and they ousted this family from, from the little village. And then it was 
the family trying to survive, you know, with out in the forest and where there mm. appears to be witches and yeah. their daughter is supposedly a witch. It's it's a great movie too. Nice. So Tyler, you got a couple? I do. Um always number one is gonna be the Sawyers family. Uh, just so sadistic and you know at every, every turn you're just like what the hell um the family from get out oh uh the that, will wilson's so i think it was they, Wilson. sorry they were they were twisted man that that was just i i like that movie i know a lot of people that don't but i love that one um just so suspenseful at the beginning um not not highly rewatchable though unfortunately <laughs> um the robinson family from people under the stairs oh those, those people were bonkers you know talk about sadistic man hmm. um yeah so that, that was one that was one of my first movies actually uh other than friday the 13th as a kid that i watched that had me you know hide under the covers while watching it type of thing it just <laughs> it wrecked me for a minute um, that'll do it yeah and then of course uh, gotta give gotta give props to the Voorhees family yeah you know that that drama there man good lord a mother and her son yep ain't gonna mess with them a lot of mommy issues you know hey <laughs> okay so you guys hit almost everything so i want to do a real life one and not because they're my favorite because i like them it's my favorite because it's really interesting to research and that is the manson family um can't believe everyone missed that i mean just true unadulterated real life evil and it goes deep man it's real when you deep. Start, start getting conspiratorial and everything involving the government and stuff it goes deep that whole story yeah so is what there is what we need to learn from this mm. Looking at Charlie Manson, don't do drugs, kids. Um, maybe he would have been a productive member of society. No, he wouldn't have. Um, he was always crazy. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that one up because I know that's, um, yeah. I, I hope that doesn't sound like I'm giving praise, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. I and let's it. move on to our main event. Now it's time for the main event. Okay, so for today's main event, we're not doing a top five, like I already mentioned. We are going, we're doing a pitch meeting. And if, if we could come up with some ideas as we go, we'll pitch those two. We are going to pitch a TV show or movie or book or comic book, anything you can imagine, any medium, uh, a play, whatever. Um, and we are going to cast our own spooky family entertainment venue. So I'm kind of curious on what everybody's is. Let's start with Tyler on this one. Okay. So uh, small ears may uh, want to leave the room. <laughs> I would love to see. Well, okay. You know, not in real life. Come on. <laughs> um, I would love to see a cannibal <laughs> cooking challenge. Iron <laughs> chef of cannibalism. You got to use the heart uh, and the and the and the and the goiter. Yeah, the Cannibal <laughs> Kitchen Challenge. It would be hosted by Hannibal Lecter, of course. Oh, outstanding! There we go. Um, three judges, obviously, are going to have to be Leatherface, 
Lizard from The Hills Have Eyes, and Gareth from the Terminus group in Walking Dead. Oh, um, good. Obviously, it's a morally depraved uh, cooking competition. The <laughs> contestants will compete for immunity against prosecution for their lifestyle choices. Uh, if you lose, you will be featured as a main course on a future episode. So they're pretty high stakes. Um, and obviously, you're you're given parameters on what cuts of meat you can use, cooking styles, seasonings. You know, each episode will have its own <laughs> its own parameters. And uh, yeah, I think that that'd be, a, be an entertaining watch. You know, well, you know what? Props to this that, that it's, it's pretty cheap to make because you don't have to pay the losers. Um, yeah, you, and you always have new product coming in, so you don't have to deal with buying new. Wow! Yeah, it's efficient. It's efficient. That's it. That's mm -hmm. smart. And, and in, I mean, in, who's in not today's era when we're running through supply shortages? This is a winner. When when Hannibal Lecter is hosting <laughs> that show, I mean, who's not going to watch? Just oh, you know? all charisma. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I say get Cuban on the phone and let's uh, Shark Tank this show. Oh, I think we need Shark Tank this show. <laughs> I'm in. Absolutely. You can do it in real life with real psychopaths, but there's only like eight of them, I think, that are that mm -hmm. crazy in the world. So it'd have to be a short run show. And of course, you know, at, at times we can bring in cannibal family and make oh, it a family course. challenge too. Uh, yep. Like double dare family challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would vomit within the first two minutes, but that's just me. Michelle, what it pitch me something. I'm going to make a a blend of I want a Christopher Guest ver not even verses I guess blended with Wes Anderson uh films film and I want it to go from you know because Wes Anderson kind of tiptoes on on some of it a little you know not quite it's not horror but you know I see the potential but I want to I want to blend them together uh not necessarily going with like a best in show because you know leave animals out of it um, we could do like Royal Tenenbaum. We could do something with the family dynamic, but I want to bring in, well, I want to see Catherine O'Hara. I want to see Eugene Levy. I want to see uh, all these, all of the guys from, you know, Christopher Guest movies come in and I want them to be directed by Wes Anderson. And I want it to be just a complete and total chaotic, murderous. I want them all just to go rogue, basically. That's actually really. That's, are uh, are you bringing in the the um, Craven monsters like Freddy or anything like that, or is that just it's just going to be the guest people? It's just going to be them. I don't want to. Yeah, no. There's no like. There's no other main character. You know, there. It's going to be all them. It's going to be them. Personalities. It's going to get intense. They're dying. Yeah. So. Ooh, let let me add on to this just because this is this is fun. You could make <laughs> it so that they are actually making a horror movie and then it goes bad. There you go. Yeah, I, I'd watch this. And then, <laughs> then, then one of the people really is a killer. Oh, dun 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 dun. And it's Parker Posey because yeah, she's can play everything. Posey. She could be. I could see. She's that. like my favorite in all of those movies. Just she's so kills good. someone with a busy bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Okay, uh, Mr. Winchester. Let's let's hear it. So mine was just kind of. Uh, Take the dynamic of like Cheers and bring in, uh, you know, kind of like an Adams Family type deal, but just Cheers, where everybody just goes into the bar and kind of talks about their day uh, about there being monsters. 
uh, either that or do, yeah, yeah, that or, uh, and of course, you know, the, the only human would be the bartender because he's the only one who's going to be serving them all. So they got to keep them alive anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, or we can also do some of these characters in like a full house kind of, uh, sitcom every day. And don't know if you ever seen, uh, because it took a little while for like the kids for like Full House to kind of think of it for the uh, the monster kind of way. But did you ever see Transylvania Six Five Thousand? That movie. No. Yeah, I'm dating myself with that one. But old movie. <laughs> but they had a uh, little a little Igor, um, little Igor kid in that one. So that could be the little uh, Michelle for the the Full House and uh, sitcom. You know, you have the rock star, which would be Lestat, the Uncle oh, Jesse. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, stand-up comedian would definitely be, you know, uh, like a Herman Munster type <laughs> or Freddie. Yeah, I, I thought about he, he cracks too, jokes. But, he cracks jokes. But, but if we're going to remain wholesome, Freddie's going to be a bit too vulgar for uh, for the full house uh, household. That's oh. why I said like Herman Munster would be the uh, the stand-up comedian uh, on that one for what was it? Joey was, or was it Uncle Joey? Joey was, Joey name, was right? the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cut it out. Cut um, it out. But I still hey, haven't Alana's... found anybody. Yeah, I still haven't found hey. anybody for Bob Seg yet. So you leave her but, out of this. Yeah. You could but cast definitely... the Olsen twins in that show, and they oh, would work because yes. they're creepy as hell. Yeah, as Lily and true. Morticia. You leave Morticia out of this too. Come on. I was going to go. Lurch was from the Adams family. Just gonna educate Dub a little bit. Horrified. I'd love to see that Cheers version. It'd be great. Yeah, the, the Cheers about day. Can you believe yeah. they always run up the stairs? Yeah, yeah Pinhead <laughs> comes in and you know he's just upset that somebody else uh, stole the box. <laughs> yeah. So somebody has a rip but, in their clothing. He pulls out a pin to do a stitch. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, th- yeah, this, this could be horrible. Who here wholesome. hasn't really seen horror movies? I wonder. I know what the pins are. Am I pointing this way? Do you know what a no, needle is? No, you the other way. Versus a pin. That's above that you. There's the show. There you go. It's early. It is. Y'all mean. Okay, so let me let me throw out one. I have a couple of them, but I'll. I wanted. I don't know if anybody remembers the show in the '80s, uh, Amen, and it was about a pastor and his family. Um, no. It was, it was a, nope. a. George <laughs> Jefferson was in it. It was. Yeah, or uh, Sherman Helmsley. He was in it, and there was a bunch of people in it. Anyway, um, Jack A was in it. Ooh, that's how old this show was. Um, so I want to do the same thing, only we're going to make it very wholesome, but it's going to do the whole thing. And Marilyn Manson is the head of the Satanic Church. And this is their <laughs> sitcom, and it's, it's very wholesome. And you have the one, Sounds like the, one, the one kid that's the rebel that, you know, fights against authorities and he's like very good he's wears a tie he's you know so on and so forth i think that could be a really fun like for an episode or two before the whole get family sick sitting of it. around dinner got the makeup and the exactly and kiss comes over and hangs out there, yeah. got the sweater the prep school very alex p keaton mm-hmm. i'd like to apologize to all the members of the satanic church for that <laughs> <laughs> He was part of it for a while, I think. So yeah, that's it's terrible. <sighs> that was a terrible premise, but yeah, that was mine. Uh, did anybody else have anything you wanted to add before we get on out of here? Yeah, just never Marilyn Manson in anything. 
Well, that he was good. He was good in Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, check out our website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use Conway Paid Extra for it. Go to our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Discord, our everything. Um, talk to us. We do talk back. And uh, go to our Patreon. Yep. Um, get more content and go to our store and get cool shirts and stuff. And until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Mr. Winchester. I'm here with Michelle. I'm here with Tyler. Keep on geeking on, guys. You have been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.